What's up, guys? What's going on? I'm Paul. This is Pauline Theology's Daily Devotional. And we are on our last episode of James as we go through the recap. James has been a great, great book, man. It has shown us a lot of different things, man. Faith and words. It talks about being double-minded. It talks about speech, how we should be controlling the tongue. And if we can, we can control the whole body. It talks about prayer, the need for it, how powerful it is, and how we should do it with faith and trusting single-mindedly that God will do it, as well as talking about trials and temptations and struggles and how through those, man, we are made stronger, that we are made more faithful, we are proven to be uh, uh, children of God. Also, how the Father is the good gift giver, gracious and merciful and powerful. It just talks about the need for us to be uh, showing to those in need uh, and giving to those in need and to, to loving those in need. And and then just also if we if we have money, if we have power, if we're rich, is how we should be caring for one another, but not looking at that as a um, a way of getting ahead, but to benefit others. It's a powerful book. It's a powerful book. And so with it, man, I just want to recap kind of what this book says about God, what this book says about man, and what this book, or how we can apply this book to our lives. So what is this book saying about God? Well, it's talking about that he is the sovereign, all-wise judge and good gift giver who cares for those in need. He's sovereign. It says that he controls everything. We've got what James says in uh, um, the later chapters, I think chapter four, where it says you don't know what your life will be, but that you should say if God wills, we will do this or that because God is sovereign. He's the one that's in control over all things. We see that he is all wise. It says that if you if you want wisdom, if you if you desire wisdom, ask and he will give it to you. It also says he's the judge. It says there's only one judge. And he is the one who has uh, given the law to us. It says he's a good gift giver. He, he says that all good things come from him, from come down from the Father of lights. All good gifts. And it says that he cares for those in need, man. It says that he he desires for his people to, to care for the widows and the orphans. He desires for his people to to care for those who are poor that have need of clothing or 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 food that we would give it to him because he wants to allow us to partner with him in this love for others. That's who our God is. What's it say about man? Well, it says that man should humble himself before God by accepting his sovereignty and then accepting his grace. And because of that, living out that faith in practice. See, man, we should humble ourselves before God, recognizing just the, the power and the awe and the will and the, and the goodness and all those things that we just spoke about who God is, recognizing his character. And then as we recognize his character, it says that he will give grace and mercy and elevate us. And so as we're elevated and we see that despite all of this nonsense and this 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 bogusness that we've lived in and, and enmity towards God and hatred towards him, 
that he has still embraced us. And because of that, man, we embrace others who might seemingly be in a a bad situation in in in, in a horrible life in a in a uh, in a desperate need. And so, because of that, we give and help and and love and care for those who are in that need. We walk out this faith in practice. And then it also means that we become like him. We we remain unstained from this world. We don't allow the, the, the sin and the and the hatred of this world to consume us, but instead bring light, push light into it by speaking the way that we have been called to speak and live the way that we have been called to live. How can we apply these truths to our lives? So knowing who God is and then understanding how we are to respond to this, I think that uh, we should trust in God's sovereignty, understanding that he knows everything because he's all wise. And because of that, he's planning and moving things in ways that we cannot even understand. And so we trust in that. And we trust in that truth and goodness as well, knowing that he's good, not that he's all wise. It is he's all wise, but not only that he's all wise and that he's in control of everything, but that whatever he says is true. And then whatever he does is good. And then because of that, live that out in our lives, live that out in our lives. And so I've come up with three things I think that we should do is we should pray fervently. Okay. Pray fervently that we would be submitting to the sovereignty of God and that we would know the tr- his truth and his goodness. He says, ask and we will receive. And you don't get it because you don't ask. And so man, pray fervently, ask for this wisdom, ask for this knowledge. But as we pray and we ask, let that that inward heart that we desire be outwardly shown. And so let us read discerningly. Let us take a look at his scriptures and see what it has to say. As it reveals who we are, we'll know what that picture is. The things that we need to change, the things that we need to work on, the things that we're doing well and the things that we're growing in. And then we would either change them or we would continue to grow in them. And then finally, live faithfully. See, that's the part that as we see it, we do it. We live the life that God's called us to. We begin to care for those in need. We begin to separate ourselves from the uncleanliness of the world. We begin to love those who are in need. Those things, I think, are so important that we can get from this book. So if you will, as we end, let us pray fervently, read discerningly, and live faithfully. And we're going on to uh, Jonah next. So go ahead and check out Jonah and read it as we begin our study on that in the next episode.